We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 13. I am Adam Zedrike, soccer editor at Roto-Wire, joined by Chris Owen, writer at Roto-Wire. But first, we have a special treat for you. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and have actual utility? Try SoRare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on SoRare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E. Dot com and here we go. We're talking Wednesday. We got Champions League currently going on. Liverpool, Chris's squad is currently in it with Porto. Chris, what do you got going on here? Well, Adam, we picked a terrible time to record this podcast, as you noted. Um, we didn't think ahead on this, and Liverpool are currently playing pretty reduced side. They've already run, won the group, so I'll be okay. I'll catch the highlights. But, uh, yeah, doing well. Otherwise, it is Thanksgiving week. We're here on a Wednesday, which is pretty uh, out of the ordinary for us. So, But still, um, I just brined a couple turkeys in preparation for tomorrow. And I made the unfortunate mistake. I didn't have any gloves. You know, I just did old school, like hand on turkey. And I got through the two turkeys, washed my hands like multiple times. And my hands still smell like turkey. So I'm just kind of sitting here enjoying, you know, just like a nice turkey aroma throughout my hands. Smoking birds and wagers. One thing yeah, I wanted to ask you is what is one thing that you that you have to have on your uh, your Thanksgiving table this weekend? This week? I mean, I eat everything, but uh, I love sweets, so I need I need any kind of pie, really. I'm going to say apple pie is not my favorite, so any kind of pie other than apple pie is what I need. Draw no bet, that. apple pie. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, I did forget, but uh, this is kits and wagers, so I'm, I'm here in a kit. Um, my first ever Liverpool kit, they're playing in the Champions League right now. So I had to uh, bring this one out, the uh, 0405 Champions League winning Liverpool kit. So that's uh, that's what I'm rolling with today. It's a special one to me. I think I bought it off like uh, whoever was selling kits back in the day on sale the following summer. So it's a it's a classic for me. Yeah. It must have been what gold.com yeah. was selling kits. Who knows exactly? That's back then. Yeah, but so we have we have kits and wagers. We have smoke and birds and wagers. We've had scarves and wagers. Today I'm going shirts and wagers. So I just wanted to pull out. I have an Ajax shirt, 
and I just wanted to pull it out, you know, because they're playing today. I don't have an IX kit, but I have a shirt, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stretch the rules again here. But IX, they took down uh, Basique just two one earlier, so I felt like, all right, you know, Champions League week, and, and just letting loose here, letting loose with my kit usage here. I love it. Shirts and wagers. It's definitely still smoking birds and wager wagers this week too. So. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, you know, smoke a chicken or this week is Turkey. So, but it's that and wagers don't get twisted. Definitely. So I don't, I don't even know if I want to talk about what happened this past weekend. It, uh, still upsetting as you can tell if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, I just can't, uh, article has been pretty solid this season. I just put it up. Um, the thing is, I think I'm 43 and 30 on the season with my article. As for Chris, as long as we still have you on, we've had some connection issues going on here. But you had West Ham to win at Wolves. Instead of West Ham winning, uh, they didn't score, and they lost. Yeah, pretty tough out in from West Ham. I, I was riding the high of them beating Liverpool 3-2 and thinking that they looked really good. They were in the top four, and – all of a sudden, Wolves shows up and they can't get the job done. Lost one nil, couldn't even get on the board for me. Um, so we're back to uh, yeah, maybe I need to focus more on smoking birds. Um, but uh, definitely, my my wagers last week needed a little bit of work. We did have some interesting ones that hit though. However, we did make a couple of mentions of some. Um, I believe the solace, solid solid score and team win uh, hit for plus one ten. So that was that's one I'm always going to keep an eye on. You know, if you're going to do any time goal scoring, always keep an eye on that one. So, but yeah, tough one on the best bets for both of us. Yeah. I think the positive there is, you know, we had these three matches that we talked about and all of them, I think all of them won to nil. Uh, we had Chelsea against Leicester, uh, Liverpool against Arsenal, Manchester city against Everton. I don't even want to talk about Chelsea, but so every time I take Chelsea to win to nil, to win in a shutout, they allow some stupid goal and my bet loses every other time. I think the only time they've allowed a goal in the past, I don't know, two months is the time I actually bet them. Otherwise they're just keeping clean sheets. They kept a clean sheet. They just killed Juventus on Tuesday four nil every other game. They went in a shutout except when I bet them. So maybe I should just take them every, every week going forward here and, Maybe they're just going to keep allowing goals, or maybe at some point I'm going to get one of these. What do you think? I think, yeah, you're kind of like snake bit here. You have made that bet, and it's a good bet. You can, When you consider the fact that they've played, what is it, 11, uh, 12 Premier League games and uh, five Champions League, game, Champions League games, they've conceded five goals total in 17 games. That's so, not you know, four in the Premier League and then that one against when they lost to Juve. So it's 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 like you you seem a little snake bit here. I I like where you're at, but yeah, that's a, kind of tough when you have this gone and selected them where they haven't been able to uh, to do what you want them to. Yeah. So the thing is, last week we agreed basically on everything. So this week I we picked out some different matchups to so we hopefully disagree on some of these outcomes here. So the first one we're looking at is Brighton home to Leeds getting Brighton plus 105 favorite Leeds plus 280 and I think this is just uh you know two teams coming off losses two teams 
kind of iffy run lately. Brighton started the season well, and they've kind of fallen off a little bit, kind of struggling, similar to last season. Leeds have just been struggling most of the season. I don't think they're going to have Patrick Bamford again. And just two teams struggling, and it's it's a standalone game. So uh, we wanted to look at that, but I don't know if there's any uh, – I don't think there's any relevant injury news here. We're talking Wednesday, so we're getting ahead of all these press conferences. But what are your initial thoughts on this one? Initial thoughts, both teams struggling. Both teams – I mean, Brighton's a little bit better defensively, so I can see why they're favored. They're definitely a better team. But I thought it was interesting to see Rafina at plus 250 as anytime goal scoring odds. He's leading leads, you know, with I think five goals. No one else has even found the back of the net for them more than one time in the Premier League. So that was the first initial thought. And then besides that, I think this is a game that, that's going to be tough. I honestly think Leeds can go and they, they can win this one. Yeah, I think I think either one of these is going to be this is a game where it's going to be like one nil. 2-0 kind of thing. Like if Leeds get an early goal, Brighton have had trouble scoring all season. I think, you know, even though Leeds' back line has struggled, uh, it's not a given that Brighton are going to score. Um, I personally liked, I wrote about it, uh, just no on both teams to score. And that, just like what I said, you're getting, uh, I think it's plus 110 on that, but it, it's just a weird, maybe not a weird matchup, but you got the weak leads back line, the weak Brighton attack, those two things going against each other, maybe no goals there. And then leads without Bamford. Uh, Rafinha is their best chance to score, like you said, plus 250 is pretty good in that spot. And then and then Bright, Brighton have been, have been iffy here a little bit lately. Um, just back at last season, so Brighton won both these matchups, 1-0, 2-0. Uh, Bamford started in both those games, so that's kind of where I was looking at. And I, I like, I think it's going to be lower scoring, and uh, I like that, uh, like that bet there with uh, knowing both teams have scored. Do you have a, a preference on what kind of bet? Looking at Leeds win for what plus two eighty here? Yeah, you can get Leeds. I think the draw no bet was plus one sixty, so a little bit safer play potentially there. I will say that I don't. I just like earlier in the season, I, I was taking leads their over goals, but like, I mean, they, they rarely get, there's a rarely a shutout in their games. I think they've been shut out a couple times, maybe against Southampton earlier in the season, Watford, but like other than that, you know, two, one, 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 two, one, 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 and last in their last four. So there has been goals from both teams in each, each of their past four matches. So I think that's something to consider. Whereas like, eh, I honestly think there could be a, a couple goals despite some of the attacks, at least a one, one, um, end result yeah uh that's definitely uh something that goes against what i was saying but i just think it's kind of a, a matchup thing just like brighton in the right matchup they like to hold on to the ball a little bit more but that's kind of what leeds want to do and i mean i was looking at those games last season so leeds they won the possession battle both those games maybe there's somewhat of a game script there because brighton won both of them but I think both teams want to hold on to the ball a little bit. And yeah, there's a chance, you know, both teams score, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just yeah. like, I just like Brighton. Like they're more of a defensive focused team. I think they want to get back to, you know, playing like that. And they, they've, I mean, they've allowed multiple goals in a lot of their recent matches. So I think, 
Graham Potter, he's going to want to get back to those those roots of keeping teams uh, keeping teams at bay, and uh, hopefully that hits for me. But you're going the opposite route, so hopefully I'm going to go the opposite route. If Leeds have scored a goal in I think what is it nine of nine of twelve matches in the Premier League, they were shut out by Liverpool when they were playing a man down. They were shut out by a pretty solid Southampton back line. And then they were also shut out. I think earlier in the season they got they were shut out by somebody else. Um, but yeah, those are two two instances where they uh, you know a they they've been able to score in each match, and then the, the couple matches you know the Southampton Liverpool both pretty solid defensively. I will say again, they didn't score against Brighton in two matches last season. I'll say it. I'll keep saying it. <laughs> Good right, so, speaking of. I guess not speaking of these teams. No, none of these teams played uh, last week. So Leicester City, home against Watford. Uh, oh, I'm running behind here on, uh, on the screen on YouTube. But Leicester City, as expected, they are the home favorite. It's a busy schedule on Sunday. I'm seeing incredible minus 160 odds for Leicester to win. Watford plus 450 coming off the 4-1 win against Manchester United. Uh, both teams a score minus one fifty over two and a half goals minus one fifty ish over three and a half goals plus one seventy five. I mean, so it looks like there's going to be goals, and apparently they're coming from Leicester. Do you agree, do you agree with those odds? Uh, the what, what Leicester's getting minus one. Do you say one fifty? One sixty. Yep. Yeah, minus one sixty. I don't agree with that, Leicester. I mean, they haven't looked that good. And Watford, you know, as we saw last weekend, helped uh, usher Ole out of Manchester United. They've been able to score goals. So I don't necessarily disagree with those odds. I think that they're, they're kind of long for, for Watford, especially when they're looking at plus 450. Take a long shot there on them to win. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't part- particularly agree with these odds, whereas I think they could be a little bit tighter. Yeah, I just think uh, I just think it's purely Watford disrespect, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go right out and say it. The odds makers are disrespectful to Watford right now, and I don't know why. Leicester City, they don't have Yuri Tielemans, and that's you know that's the main thing we mentioned last week is like they don't have Yuri Tielemans. They're going against Chelsea, and then they were dominated. Like they barely had the ball; they couldn't do anything. And like they still don't have him. Watford. All right. I guess the thing I've been I've been harping on is that Watford actually haven't been playing that bad. Um, so if you look at uh since Claudio, okay, so they're 16th in the table, they're even with Brentford, Aston Villa, 13 points. They're actually two points above Leeds, but okay, so the first match under Rainieri, they lost five 0 to Liverpool. I, I throw that game away because, you know, those guys had a couple days with Ranieri. He was over there in national break, whatever. Uh, following that, they beat Everton 5-2. After that, they lost against both uh, Southampton and Arsenal. But if you saw those matches, they were pretty fluky goals. Uh, one of them was just Shea Adams early in the first half, just, I don't know, 20 yards out, just out of nothing, put in the back of the net. 4-1 against Manchester United is pretty relevant, yet you can still get like Watford plus one at like minus 130 odds. Is it? I just went on a five-minute uh, discussion of why I liked Watford, so if you want to go off of that. Okay, good. Yeah, if you mess, mess with a bully, you get the Hornets. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, yes. we're definitely getting some disrespect. They've scored a few goals. They've beaten some quality comp- uh, opponents when you consider Manchester United and Everton. And yeah, I think the plus 450 is long enough where I'd be like, ah, you know, throw a couple there on it. But um, yeah, I think I don't expect Leicester City to run away with this one by any means. You know, they, they've been... They haven't been particularly good. They got shut out by Arsenal and Chelsea in their last two matches. And then we just, they drew a Leeds United team we just talked about who hasn't been particularly good this season either. So they're not in great form. They have been winning in, or I guess they've been doing okay in the Europa League, but they are going to be coming off a short week where they play tomorrow uh, at home at least. So they're not traveling from Russia to England, but uh, still a short week three matches in about seven days. That's pretty tough for them. Whereas I think Wofford coming off a big result, getting a full week of rest could come away, could come away with, you know, a draw or even a win. Yeah, I guess I would maybe wait a little bit. Uh, as Myla Sar came off injured last weekend, I'm not sure what his status is. Their most important player. So if Sar is not playing, I would not bet Watford, even though I just spent all, all the time talking about him. So the next match here is, yeah, it's the biggest match of the weekend, I'd say. So Chelsea are home to Manchester United, and they have the odds are almost similar, almost the exact to the uh, the Leicester-Watford match we were just talking about. So Chelsea are minus 170 to win, Manchester United plus 480. And, I mean, we are talking about Chelsea's dominant defense there, but if you look at the, the over-unders, that's the main reason why, you know, the over under over two and a half goals minus 116. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of expected to be in that uh, two to three goal range, two nil Chelsea, two one Chelsea kind of thing. So what do you, the question here is we got Michael Carrick running the show at Manchester United. Do you think he's providing anything different? Like they just beat, beat Villarreal on Tuesday, but like they didn't play that well. I, w- I wouldn't say. It was overly well uh, against the defensive Villarreal side, but yeah, yeah. Chelsea are. Let's start with Chelsea are a much better side than Villarreal are. That's that's one thing to start with here. Um, I think Chelsea. Have, I mentioned the five goals in seventeen games that they've conceded. That's just particularly impressive, especially when you consider Manchester United are not that great in attack. They pretty much have depended on Cristiano Ronaldo to pull them out of a lot of games, whether it be in the Premier League or the Champions League. I think um, I think that just, you know, despite getting the new manager bump, at least in getting a result on, on Tuesday, I just don't think that they can go to Chelsea and get a result like they did uh, earlier in the week. Yeah, so last season, both these matchups were nil-nil, which is pretty incredible. Uh, one of the only one of them was with Tuchel, and that was February. So it was kind of early in Tuchel's tenure. Uh, I'm not that might have been one of his first matches with Chelsea. I'm not entirely sure, but I do think it will. I don't know. I do think I do think it will be lower scoring, uh, just because of the way Chelsea play. I'm not convinced. You know, Ronaldo uh, is going to get that goal in this match. Uh, I mean, they started uh, Donny Van de Beek at attacking midfield uh, on Tuesday. I assume Bruno Fernandez is going to come back in at the starting 11. Uh, Jane Sancho started the last couple matches. Like, I just, I guess, if anything, 
the big thing with uh with Chelsea. So Conte went off and Ben Chilwell went off Tuesday with knee injuries. And it doesn't look like either one are gonna start. So Chelsea are playing well, but you know, their best midfielder, their best uh, you know, per, one of the best uh wing back, left back in the league, Chilwell. Doesn't look like those guys are gonna play. So Maybe that, you know, that allows Manchester United to be a little more competitive, but I don't know. Combine that with Lukaku, probably not ready to start. I, I just don't believe in Manchester United right now with the way they're playing. Hey, maybe they'll get the upset, but I'll take I'll take Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, uh, given their current form, no matter no matter who's injured really. Yeah, that's fair. If you do think Manchester United can get the new manager bump like they got on Tuesday, you can get Manchester United at plus 330 for a draw no bet. And then if you continue, if you think that Cristiano Ronaldo is going to continue to bail them out, his anytime goal scoring odds are plus 230. So a couple couple things to consider if you are uh, in opposition to what Adam and I are saying about uh, Chelsea just being a superior side. Are we calling Michael Carrick a new manager, though? He is the caretaker manager, to be correct. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Yeah, the interim caretaker uh, usher manager. I'm pretty sure that's what uh, the team has been tweeting. They're, they're caretaker manager. That's what Carrick is. I love that. You get a new bo- you get a new boss in your job. Yeah, it's my new caretaker. <laughs> hey, I don't think he cares. I mean, I guess the main thing is that, you know, Carrick's running the same formation that uh, Ole was running. So I don't know, like changing a few guys in the team. I don't know how much that's going to change. Maybe these guys are more motivated now playing under Carrick. I don't, I don't know. Like we just saw with Barcelona, it's like, oh, Chavi's in there. All these guys are motivated. Uh, They want, they want to play for this guy, but you know, they're favored against Benfica. They needed a win and they couldn't score at home against them on Tuesday. So it's just like kind of the same situation. Like these teams, they're not playing well just because, you know, they get these big teams, I guess you want to say. They still have all this pressure, and it's not automatic that they're just going to come around and, and be awesome. Like this isn't this isn't Aston Villa we're talking about. This isn't Steven Gerrard. Like they're going to be awesome because Steven Gerrard's their manager. This is a different situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good uh, segue into my best bet for this week. <laughs> There you go. Go for it. All right. Best bet this week. Uh, Aston Villa coming off a nice little victory last weekend. Stevie Gerrard's first uh, game in charge. They came away 2-0. They are back this week. They have a decent matchup against uh, Crystal Palace, who drew, was it Brentford 3-3 last weekend? Crystal Palace currently, yeah, yep. So Crystal Palace currently leading the league with seven draws and 12 matches. Kind of interesting. Uh, fact there, but uh, I think if Aston Villa can do kind of what they did last weekend and shore up their back line, they have enough uh, fire firepower up front that they can get the job done here and beat Crystal Palace. It was a big boost to see Danny Ings back in the lineup, I think. And Ali Watkins kind of played less. It was like less less of like a tandem up there, and I thought he played more a little bit more on the wing, so that was kind of interesting. But uh, I'll, enough of that. Let's get to my best bet. My best bet is that Aston Villa. Money line plus two forty. I like them to win this away at Crystal Palace, and then if you are scared of that, Aston Villa draw no bet is plus one forty. So those are my two best bets right now, and I think they can um, they can get that done. So first, first, my only my 
bottom line best bet, Aston Villa plus 240. So I do like your bet with, with Aston Villa. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Crystal Palace, they've been playing well, but uh, they they have some defensive issues, and I think that's going to be the main thing that pops up in this match. Uh, just with Ings, Watkins, you mentioned that. Uh, I believe Buendia is playing on the other wing opposite of, of Watkins. I think, you know, fourth three pretty potent attack i think this one's gonna have some goals all right so my, for my best bet i'm looking at the liverpool and southampton match i just think uh, liverpool have been you know one of the more predictable teams of the season you know outside of the what the brentford and west ham matches uh, they've been pretty predictable so i'm looking at that match i kind of like them to win in a shutout but i, I kind of got you know the chelsea Chelsea losses in the back of my head so I, I'm going again I don't want to take the the shutout wins so I'm going to go with under three and a half goals you can get pretty good odds on that it's minus 125 you can take the route of under two and a half but I'm going a little safer here just to get back on the winning track I just like Liverpool's defense and then combine that with Southampton's defense I just think it's a good spot and this could be, you know, 2-0 Liverpool, 3-0 Liverpool, or even 2-1. I just think under 3.5 goals, it, the odds are just heavy just because of Liverpool's attack. But I think the way Southampton have looked, especially away from home, their defense has been pretty solid. I think they're just going to keep, they're going to do enough to keep uh, Liverpool from completely going off for, you know, those four or five goals. So going with under 3.5 goals at minus 125. And then, as for Chris, he took Aston Villa. Uh, well, I guess he, he preferred to take uh, Aston Villa to win at plus 240, but he also mentioned the, the draw no bet to pick him at plus 150. So those are the best bets from the week. Again, sorry for the connection issues this week, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at RotoZadroik. Chris is at C-H-R-O-N-8 on Twitter. Please like and subscribe on YouTube or through podcasts wherever you're listening. Again, rotowire.com slash soccer trial if you want to trial to get all our stuff and pretty much everything at Rotowire. But thanks for listening. This is game week 13 of Kits and Wagers. And thanks to Sower for sponsoring. Uh, we're going to see everyone next week, hopefully, with better connection issues. Also, we got, as a reminder, there's going to be midweek matches next week in Premier League. So that's Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday matches. So we're going to be coming a little earlier to you next week. But again, uh, thanks for watching. This is Kits and Wagers. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.